Hi, welcome to a new episode of Happy Kid Monday. Today um, we're in Carlisle Hotel in New York City and I'm meeting with Ava today. Ava and me met a few weeks ago in New York City and maybe Ava you can just introduce yourself quickly. Hi, my name is Ava Gromatska and I work in finance. Uh, I also have experience in construction project manager management and I've been in New York for last seven years. I moved here from Denmark and I'm Polish. Thank you so much. First of all, it's so great to see you again. Um, maybe you can explain how you ended up in New York after being in Denmark. I think that's a good start. Okay, but that's a long story, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so I basically uh, was studying construction management in Denmark and I was writing a dissertation on green skyscrapers. There are no skyscrapers in Denmark. I had to pick a place where they are, and uh, of course it was New York. So I was lucky enough to get into a company that took me for an internship in World Trade Center, uh, Silverstein Properties, and that's how I ended up in New York for internship. But that was only for four or five months, and then I had to go back to Denmark to uh, finish my degree. But since then, I, I knew I want to come back to New York. Thank you. How, how did this process uh, develop in your mind? Like you, you came to New York, you did your internship, and you were certain that you want to return. But how did you start moving here? Okay, so that's an interesting story. I uh, became obsessed with coming back and I even didn't know why but that just became a predominant thought in my mind that I have to come back and I just started obsessing about it and asking basically universe what to do and I was just kind of asking and sending this question like I need to move here I need to do this how to do this and what happened was I just kind of got an answer that I just need to buy a ticket. So that's what I did. Okay, you just mentioned that you asked the universe. Like, how can my listeners, like, understand this? You were just sitting somewhere and shouting out? Or how did you manage to ask the universe? And then you also mentioned you, you figured out that you have to get tickets. Like, what exactly happened? But the, that was uh, as simple as I said. So um, I knew if I overcomplicated, I will never be able to come because we want to have everything to be prepared and set up when we are planning to move. But when you're gonna wait for the moment when you are really ready, that moment might never come. So if you have uh, like a feeling inside of you that you really want to do it, Basically, what you should do, you should just do it. You should just go after it. I'm not sure if the microphone's actually plugged in correctly, so if there's going to be a noise for you listeners, it's because I replugged the microphone right now. Um, thank you for sharing this. I think this is exactly what I felt after I met you in New York, that you were a strong woman. Are you born that way, or did you learn this through the years, how to be strong and independent? That's a very good question. <laughs> I think uh, there are a lot of factors that contributed to that. I think I, I had those kind of genes, but also 
I have a father that instilled in me that confidence. So since I was very little, I had a brother that was older than me, but for some reason, my dad always used to say like, Adam, listen to Ada. Uh, or whatever Ada says you guys need to do. I need to add that my mom was not with us at that point. She, she uh, went to US for several years. So, um, yes, when you are a little girl and you hear from your dad that, you know, you're the one calling the shots uh, and saying what to do, you basically grow up with this kind of mindset that we women are strong and we rule the world. That's, that's what I think this kind of mindset was uh, instilled in me by my dad, which, I'm, which I really appreciate. Thank you for sharing this. Did you ever experience setbacks throughout your journey of moving to New York or even before? Of course, huge ones. I think uh, our life is, uh, you know, a mix of ups and downs and it is so normal. And if you are trying and you are going after your dreams and something doesn't work out, it doesn't mean at all that you made a mistake. Throughout your process, as you pursue in your dreams, it's going to be normal that you will have to fight for your dreams uh, and go after them. And when you encounter any setbacks or difficulties, that's again just like a really normal part of life and of that process. You should just uh, have this strong belief, and I, I do have this kind of belief in universe that everything will be fine, um, and you should just continue going. That, that's my advice, basically. Did you ever doubt throughout your journey? Did you ever have the feeling that you cannot do it? Or were you always convinced that everything will work out in the end because you trust the universe? I always trust the universe. That's why I have that strength. If you don't have that strength that keeps you going, and uh, makes you believe in something, that something is out there for you, how can you go on? You can't. So this belief that uh, we should always try to become the best version of ourselves and that we should go after our goals is very important. Simultaneously with the belief that there is something that takes care of us and that we will be fine no matter what kind of risk in life we take. Thank you so much. Could you maybe say a little bit more about how you you managed to come into the US because in the beginning you introduced yourself and you said you're from Poland. So was it easy? Like what kind of paperwork did you need to do? Did you just call somebody and it was all set or how can my listeners and me imagine it? So it was a very interesting process. Um, I came here uh, to the United States and I became a student. I don't know how much laws have changed here since then, but uh, after being for a while here, uh, I started going to school, so my paperwork was always in order. And then um, I was fortunate enough to meet a lawyer who uh, helped me with the papers to get a green card. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be that easy for uh, for everybody, but I say for everybody that everyone has this wish of trying, should try this. And um, so, and then I got a green card and it turned out 
pretty easy for me, thanks to that. And then you had your green card, and then how did you find your job? Because I think a green card just um, gives you the right to be in the United States, and it also gives you the permission to work. But then you had to find a job, right? That's a whole process for itself. So how did you approach this? So, you know, New York is a huge city, so uh, it's not a difficult thing to find jobs here. If you just trying, you can, you know, go even on Craigslist and find hundreds of jobs there, uh, whatever your situation is. So I, I didn't find it difficult. Of course, when you come here to a new country, you start at the you know, lowest level, so you were just trying to find any jobs. I used to work like as a hostess at a restaurant, and, and then I gradually transitioned to the field uh, that I was educated in, in construction management, and that's how it happened for me. How did you deal with the cost of living in New York City when you had a job like being a hostess? Because um, what I experienced when I was searching for a room slash apartment here is that for a shared living, at least you need to calculate $1,000 to $1,500. And if you want to have your own space, I think it's $3,000 plus. So how, how did you manage this? You know, so when you, when you come, whenever you are at a new place, you have to make sure you keep your cost low so first thing i did i lived far away in brooklyn in little room you know uh, where my costs were low and then with time as i progressed and got better jobs i changed the apartments and uh, moved to better locations and you know by now i'm in manhattan uh, in upper east side so that but that was just a process that happened to me how did you find your first apartment? Like, I mean, there's a lot of sites in the internet, but can you mention a few? Like, can you give people help how they can find an apartment? Right now, I think it's so easy because there are so many apps. I mean, you can start, of course, from Craigslist, but there is uh, Street Easy and all those kind of apps where you can find apartments and uh, houses, uh, rooms, whatever you need to, it is plenty of that, yeah. Thank you. Could you explain what's Craigslist? Because I think here it's like very obvious what it is, but it might not be obvious for everybody in Europe. Could you explain it? So it's a website where you can find basically everything. You can find there, uh, you can buy anything there and find apartments, friends, maybe law, I don't know. Uh, you can find jobs there. You just uh, Google Craigslist New York. Craigslist is in every single state. So uh, you just need to write in a Google search for Craigslist and the state where you're landing in US. In my case, it was New York. And then you can find anything there on that website. So there's just like a search um, section and you can literally find everything, including I think pets, <laughs> right? And uh, when we were talking before, you explained to me that people must be careful when they're using Craigslist. So it's not that you just search for a room or an apartment and then you find an offer and then you trust the person, right? People need to be careful when they're using it because there's a lot of scams going on, right? Yes, again, that's a very good question. So you need to be careful. Uh, 
the rule is if something looks good, lo looks too good to be true, it usually is. And you will find plenty of that. When you see a great apartment in a fantastic location and a crazy low price, that's already a red flag. Um, you know, uh, uh, apartments here are expensive. Uh, the further you go from Manhattan, the cheaper it will be. But the same is with dating on Craigslist or any other apps, you know, anything you're buying, of course you have to use your common sense and be careful. And I, you know, I, I'm very open-minded and I'm not easily scared of anything, but you know, logic and common sense uh, is always needed, of course. Thank you so much. That I think gives a, a good insight of how it's doable to come to New York if it's your dream, because what I realized is that a lot of people kept telling me that I cannot do this, it's impossible. But I figured out after talking to you that just because it's impossible for them doesn't mean it's impossible for me. What do you think about it? So you should do it especially when people say don't do it and it's impossible. Because if you look at the people who achieved big success in life, there were, uh, they were the ones who didn't listen to anybody and who did the opposite of what anybody else said. And there's this nice saying, if you want something out of ordinary, you need to pursue actions that are out of ordinary. Otherwise, how can you race and be and pursue your, your goals and dreams? That's the only way. Thank you, very wise words in my opinion. <laughs> um, so right now, coronavirus is going on in New York not only in New York, but globally. And so when I left Berlin a few days ago, I felt different vibe than I'm feeling here. In Berlin a few days ago, everything was pretty chill, so to say. Um, I mean, people are aware of the virus, but still people would go out have dinner and stuff. And then I landed here and I, I realized that here it's, it's taken more serious. What do you think is going to happen? What, what, how do you experience Corona? So, yes, that's a big subject, um, but um, definitely I think things happen for a reason, the same is with Corona, but um, as for the situation and specifically your question what's going to happen is, uh, unfortunately for now, it will continue to spread and uh, I think the government and the officials will have to do anything to contain it. So this will mean closure of, you know, public gatherings, schools, maybe jobs, maybe subways and all the public transportations and, and the airport. If I am sure this will happen, no, but definitely it can happen within the next two, three weeks or one month. How do you think this is going to affect the businesses and um, yeah, also the stock market? Do you see anything that could influence this? I mean, stock market is already plunging to the levels from 2008. So it's uh, as for stock market, it's it's down. And um, but this is actually normal because in the history of the world, uh, economic ups and downs are integral part of every economy and of the global economy. So uh, we will just go through a down tour 
when things gonna be really bad before they will become really good how long time it will take I'm not sure right now uh, to come back to total boom in prosperity it will take probably several years but definitely right now we are on a downturn so from what you're saying I, I assume that we're in a crisis right that you see it that way so today I had another talk with somebody and this person would tell me that um, it's the same as in 2008 when we had the financial crisis and it took us years, I think up to five years minimum to recover from this. Do you imagine it the same way now for Corona? Um, it probably will be pretty similar because uh, Corona is uh, a health issue but it absolutely has very strong connection to the entire economy and to actually every single business. So if businesses start to close down for some time, uh, then it will affect an economy of every city, of every country and a global economy. And it's unfortunately already happening, starting with China and now with Italy. And this will be like a domino effect that will affect the whole world, unfortunately. I feel a little bit that it's a reverse globalization we're going through and that it's a very fast and very rough way of implementing agile working globally. Um, do you see any positive sides of that? Uh, strangely enough, I see very positive things. In the whole situation with coronavirus, we are in the world where uh, there are two classes of people, ultra-rich and ultra-poor. Um, middle class is being totally wiped out recently. And what was happening, uh, that was a continuation of that trend. So, you know, the, the rich wanted to become even richer, where poor people and middle class are becoming poorer. It's like the first time in 200 years of modern history of the United States, where current generations are having worse living standards than their parents. Up till their parents, it was always coming up. So something bad is definitely happening. And when you look at the banking system, for example, uh, when you have money in a bank, as an example in the United States, the percentage is like you have 1% on your uh, checking account, right? When you miss a deadline of any payment on any credit card, the penalty is 24%. So you are basically becoming more in debt and you have to work like crazy to pay off those cards with 24% uh, penalty. The same, let's say, when you own a house, right? You own a house, you work hard, you pay off the mortgage. At one point, you lose your job, like right now and you lose the entire house. Where does it go? It goes back to the bank, right? So it is just being taken away from you. So we have this entire system of social inequality where uh, so many people work for nothing. And I think with the global phenomenon of coronavirus, they're gonna be a big shake up in those um, economic and financial systems. And I hope there will be, and things are gonna change. Thank you so much for sharing your opinion on this. Um, to come to a bit more happy topic, um, I found it 
very safe to drink your green smoothies every morning in order to protect my immune system in order to be you know strong and healthy and, and not get affected by the flu or coronavirus um, I was thinking even about implementing this in a restaurant in Germany I think you should really share what the story about your green smoothie is I think that uh, health is the fundamental part of our success in life because without health you actually cannot have anything you cannot have jobs money success nothing so that's the main focus that you should have in your life right in order to be healthy we know that there there's so much processed food uh, we are not uh, giving our bodies any nutrition and that is very detrimental to our general health so my objective uh, has been for a long time to keep me healthy. If I go anywhere and buy even food in Whole Foods, uh, I don't feel that my body is getting the nutrition that I should get in order to be really healthy in the age of fast foods and um, genetically modified, uh, you know, fruits, vegetables, everything. You really need to kind of flood your body with vitamins and minerals. So for me, the only way to do that was to start uh, my every single day with a bomb of vitamins and minerals. So I thought, okay, so what should I do? Uh, and the perfect solution was, of course, the green smoothie. I read what are the superfoods, how to get all the vitamins with one shot into my body, and it is pretty easy. You just uh, get bananas, spinach, blueberries, uh, fresh squeezed oranges, and then you mix it. I buy these organic powders like acai powder, maca powder, chia seeds, flax seeds, hams, goji berries. There are a lot of uh, those ingredients that you can add to a smoothie like that. It's not always tasty but I actually don't care about that. I care about drinking that kind of smoothie every single day. You taught me how to do the smoothie when uh, we met and ever since I drank it every day and I could see that it made my skin so much more um, glowy and also made me generally more energized and healthy and I could really feel the difference on days where I was in a big rush or um, had appointments very early and I couldn't do the smoothie in the morning. I was really lacking energy by midday. So how about you write down the recipe and we publish this? Plus, I think people should also check out your Instagram. Could you say your Insta handle and, and what your Instagram is dealing with? Uh, so thank you, first of all, for the comment about my smoothie. I just want to add about the energy because that was very important what you said, that this kind of uh, smoothie will give you a lot of energy and you can see how different it is when you eat fast food. You actually want to sleep right away. So that's in an instant proof how huge effect food has on our body. As for my Instagram, it is uh, travel the world hack, one word, no spacing, and my account deals with travels uh, along around the world 
which right now is going to be halted for a little bit, but uh, at some time it will come back to normal. And I was I was just basically giving there an advice how to see the countries and uh, which places to go to and what are the most interesting spots in the world. Thank you. How did you come up with the idea of your Instagram? Was it easy for you to grow it? So as for Instagram, I had it for a very long time and it was personal and not interesting until I got bored with my job and I just decided to take off for like one year and basically travel all the time. I was lucky enough to do that and then I was just, uh, you know, I had this experience where I went to these beautiful places, took amazing photos and I started posting them, of course with nice edits and presets and everything and then with some interesting captions and people responded really well to that and the account started growing like crazy. Basically I, I grew uh, 18,000 followers within one year um, posting uh, with the photos from around the world. Yes. How did you manage to get this big amount of followers? So I must say that the, the Instagram is very tricky and the rules uh, are changing. So um, I was just posting and basically commenting uh, and uh, there are a lot of uh, tricks that you can use to grow your Instagram. Um, I wrote a book about it and the book is like 30 pages so obviously it's just hard for me to write now list all the advice but the link is also on my Instagram but what I can say is definitely important to post good photos good captions uh, have a specific audience in mind and um, consistent feed meaning on a specific topic and that definitely helps you to grow how many times a day do you think somebody should post who is trying to become uh, better in the Insta game uh, once a day is enough because if you do it more often uh, Instagram will actually detect your posting as a spam and uh, you might not be visible uh, once every two days is also enough if you do it once a week you will lose the audience most likely but I need to stress that it's harder and harder to grow on Instagram because the, they are um, making the rules to grow and be visible on Instagram more and more strict and algorithms are more difficult to outsmart. Thank you for the tips. Um, you mentioned your book and that um, people can find the link on your Instagram profile, Travel the World Hack on Instagram, but is it for free all the tips or like how can I get the book? So this is uh, just an ebook. Uh, it costs 10 bucks. So, uh, a cost of two coffees uh, in uh, Starbucks uh, and uh, you don't need a Kindle but you just need a Kindle free app and then you click on the link download the app pay $9.99 and uh, then and then you can read the book yeah, that's easy super cool I didn't know about this and I will for sure purchase your book right after we stop this recording um, now we talked a lot about crises, happy things, um, but we didn't talk about your sports routine. People who are listening can't see, but you're a very pretty woman. I don't want to mention your age, maybe you want to do it. 
but you definitely don't look um, as old as you are, if I can say that directly. And uh, that became for me when you, you mentioned your age last time a really big thing because um, we talked about Botox as well and plastic surgery and I learned from you that if you just take care of yourself, you don't need this. And, and that became like my role model in, in, this, in this field. You became my role model there. So is there a specific sports routine you're following? And is there anything specific what you're eating except for the smoothies? I love your questions. <laughs> so uh, what is very important in order to preserve yourself through the years? Is sports it doesn't matter that much what you're doing it's very important that you're consistent so you definitely have to do it every almost every day or every other day meaning um, I, I when I was going to the gym every day I did different class when I was tired of the gym I went to uh, running to Central Park. So as long as you're consistent, and I've been doing sports for I don't know even how many years, since I was a child actually, and that's true, uh, you're you gonna look good and preserve your beauty and uh, good body because when you work out a lot, even the facial features, they kind of tighten up and that's what helps to uh, I believe stop wrinkles and aging and when you add up smoothies on top of that you're gonna be young and beautiful to the day you die so my last question for you is if the world starts spinning by tomorrow which is not even that unlikely now with corona what would you do if what um, we have to repeat the question so I said if the world stops spinning by tomorrow which is not that unlikely due to Corona, what would you do? If the world starts spinning, do you mean if we transfer to another dimension? Um, well, what I can say is I'm not scared of anything and everything happens for a reason. I don't believe it's the end of the world. Uh, it's just another economic uh, down, which is normal. Um, be, what's most important thing is to try to keep away from the feeling of fear and focus on the positive because I see a very positive outcome of everything that is happening right now and I believe everything that is happening is absolutely necessary so everything will be fine. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciated taking the time uh, to speak with me and yeah, I would say let's Let's see what Carlisle has to offer us tonight. Thank you.